1: Social awareness. That's to take a piss, don't take a shit in the porta potties. All right.
2: All right, Johnny, I'm so proud of myself. I just ran out of the room. After I started the intro to get my water, and I got back before the final beat drop, sat down, and started talking, and here we are. Uh, This is the Butting Heads Podcast. You know, somebody around here had to do something uh, that makes us happy. It it involves the Rams. (laughs) I'm Steve Ribeiro, always here with Johnny Gomez. Johnny, eh, since the offseason has started, so far the Rams have traded their second-best defensive player. Cut their third best defensive player. Cut their fourth best defensive player. And believe it or not, we still are in negative cap space. How how are you feeling on this delightful Monday evening?
3: Uh, Steve, I feel like ever since the Rams just ended their 2022 season, I just want to take a shot of tequila but not in a celebratory manner. Uh, (laughs) Maybe not drink my best tequila. It's just, it's so disappointing just how all of this unfolded. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there's there's a lot to dissect here. So uh, interesting, very interesting, I'll say.
2: It's funny, like, I feel like, uh, you know, I would not, I would not say we are pessimists, but we are far from the biggest Rams homers, I think, out there. And we were both kind of like a couple moves here and there. They could retool and, you know, who knows if they will be a Super Bowl contender in 23, but easily can get back to being a playoff team with the potential to go deep in the playoffs. And I think a lot of Rams fans felt that. And you know who didn't feel that, Johnny, clearly? The Rams. The Rams. Yeah. Did not feel like that is the case. Um, we'll talk about, obviously, we're going to talk about Jalen Ramsey being traded to Miami. Uh, it was confirmed. Leonard Floyd uh, was cut, I think, over the weekend. or uh, And, you know, if you look at the Rams' updated cap sheet, still negative. I would think an Allen Robinson trade would get them above it, but not really in a position to make moves. And so, you know, I was pr- pretty optimistic two weeks ago that they could kind of figure it out in 23. You know, given but given the resources they have, given the return they got in this Jalen Ramsey trade, given the literal no return they're getting for Leonard Floyd, I don't know. They would have to draft three hall of famers on day two to kind of have any chance of being an actual threat in the playoffs. Can they make the playoffs? I today, I would say they're not a playoff team, but, uh, certainly there's still enough talent in the building that they can make the playoffs. It's possible if, you know, if Matthew Stafford's elbows, fine, if the offensive line gets it together If they figure out another receiver next to Cooper Cup, they have the potential to have a lethal offense and just have them carry. But they do not have the resources today to replace Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Floyd. And like, not I don't. I'm not even saying like, like with like capable like with good players. Like I they. I don't really think they can replace either of them with starters given what their current situation
3: looks like. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really hard to do that when you have no cap space. I, I imagine they're going to create cap space somehow. Uh, obviously treading away. Alan Robinson is one of them. I think they will probably restructure at least one of their contracts most likely like Aaron Donald or Cooper Cups. But yeah, even if they do that, you're that's still not a lot to work with. So you have all this money tied up, you you got rid of so much, and it's like what can you do there? And the answer is there's not much. You, you can't go out and sign these free agents that, uh, especially the top-tiered free agents, even kind of getting guys that are, you know, veteran contributors is going to be a struggle, you know? So that's where it feels a little bit of a defeated feeling because there there's really nowhere else to turn to, you know? In, in the past, you could say, okay, well, we don't have cap space, uh, but you can, you know, look to the NFL draft. Uh, Yeah, that that hasn't really been a thing for the Rams in a while. And at least for the 2023 season, yeah, that's still not really a thing. They may have a certain amount of picks, but uh, to expect these rookies in keeping in mind, we don't have a number one or, or a first round pick. Uh, we can't expect these rookies to come in immediately and just, you know, amaze everybody. So it's going to be the Rams are going to have to ask a lot of these younger guys to step up, you know, maybe asking guys like um, to, to have to step up. Uh, you know, some of our younger safeties to step up like Russ East and Quentin Lake, uh, to, to be these guys, Kobe Durant, all, all of these guys to be Uh, these,
2: everybody's going to get to play.
3: Yeah. I mean, you kind of don't have, have a a choice here. (laughs) It's,
2: um, okay. So I apologize here. I believe, the Rams, once the Bobby Wagner cut is official, should actually have cap space. Like, not really, but they wouldn't be in the negatives. Over the cap has a dead money for Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Floyd listed here, so I just assume Bobby Wagner would have also not been accounted for. Uh, but, yeah, so, hypothetically, though, and I think even, I, I think before we get into the real, specifics about the Ramsey trade and how we feel about it because um, it, it it's clear with that move with Leonard Floyd that the Rams are setting themselves up for 2024 success we've we've talked a lot about that with you know how we personally both didn't really think that makes sense because Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald and to a lesser extent Cooper Cup are not getting younger and but that, that's that's what we're doing here. It, it is clear as day that that these decisions are building towards that. And so, you know, with that, uh, uh, Allen Robinson is, assuming he gets moved, like I think, um, you know, the I, I, I think that's going to happen. There's not a big market for pass catchers, or there's not a lot of pass catchers on the market. It's not a coveted receiver draft. I don't think don't expect much in return, but I think somebody will actually buy him, um, just based on the way things are going. You know, I don't know if they're gonna restructure anybody. You know, if they do, I think it would be one of Cooper Cup or Aaron Donald. But like, they're setting they're setting themselves to be players in twenty twenty four. I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know if it's a guarantee that they actually do meaningfully restructure any of these guys.
3: It's not a lot. I mean, if they do end up restructuring these guys, it's to at least give the Rams a little bit of breathing room because e- even if the Rams have, like, a little bit of cap space, I can't imagine it's it'll be more than, like, 7 million. Um, million. I've heard reports, like, they may have about like five to six million after everything is considered, but um, that's kind of you know guessing. Uh, we won't know for sure until everything's settled. Obviously, uh, Les need has the numbers already, uh, so he has an idea. Uh, yeah, but what what I'm
2: seeing on over the cap right now, which is not a hundred percent official. Um, After the Bobby Wagner goes through, they should have 2.5 million in cap space, and if they trade Allen Robinson and don't have to eat additional cap, which is absolutely not a guarantee, uh, they would be at about. Hang on, I'm I'm bad at math, and I'm attempting to do this on the fly. Nine, nine and a half million,
3: which still isn't a lot. No, yeah,
2: you can get like one actual player, or you can re-sign. Your kicker, punter, and kick returner, who are all free agents, with that money, (laughs) and then that might be the end of it.
3: Yeah, and that's kind of the crazy thing is you you don't even have enough money to bring back all three of those guys realistically, because I imagine that the Rams are going to have to prioritize uh, and you know try and bring back. I, I think, you know, uh, to bring back great games is kind of out of the question. I'd, I'd love to. But no, he's going to yeah, no. ask for, for way more than the Rams can afford. Uh, maybe Nick Scott? Maybe? I, so Depending on his market?
2: That's that's the cap space they will have if if that, if that those two moves happen. You know, restructure will open some stuff up. But these are the... Free agents that are out the door right now, currently for the Rams. Unrestricted. Matt Scarra, Coleman Shelton, Troy Hill, David Long, Grant Haley, Ashawn Robinson, Greg Gaines, Ode Abushi, David Edwards, Matt Gay, uh, Matthew Orzek, the long snapper. Leonard Floyd's already been cut. Ty neschke Riley Dixon, Baker Mayfield, Malcolm Brown, Taylor Rapp, Nick Scott, Brandon Powell, JJ Koski. I believe Bryce Perkins and John Wolford are. Um, some type of restricted free agents. Marquise Copeland would be a restricted free agent, but I don't think they're going to tender him as the latest today. Obviously, the guys on this list are not world beaters, but there are like seven starters on that list. And yep. there are just so many guys that need to be replaced. A lot of them, like you mentioned, the young guys are in the building. Um, that could potentially replace them. Like I know we're, we brag on guys like Taylor Rapp troy hill david long all the time um they're not great even david edwards to to a little bit of a lesser extent all of these guys are major contributors their backups weren't good for the most part not that doesn't apply for all these guys but these are all holes that are going to need to be filled and there's not a lot of pathways to filling them and that's not even factoring in that Yeah, you could probably use another wide receiver, as crazy as that sounds. Like, not unrealistic that you could use another running back. Um, You probably do need a backup one. I mean, even Malcolm Brown's on the list. It's just, there's a lot going on. And it is Monday night, 9.29 Eastern Time, 6.29 Pacific Time as we're recording this. I'm sure things will be going down as we record. Jameis Winston just re-signed with the Saints. I'm interested to see what the fuck they do, if they can even do anything in terms of actually bringing guys into the building, because they're taking a lot of pathways to getting guys out of the building, and yeah, that's just, there's so many moving parts and things that need to be solved, and I, you know, nobody should be sitting here expecting these things to be solved for the 2023 season, but, you know, you have to add players at
3: some point. That, that's where it's going to be really interesting because i i just i don't know what what's going to happen you know i i feel like the rams are are really going to have to heavily rely on these uh draft picks and you <laughs> again you know these guys are are rookies and you're going to expect them to go out there and contribute it, it, it's going to be a rough 2023 season based on what we're guessing is going to happen. Now we've kind of seen Les need kind of operate with, you know, not much before and still somehow managed to make it work. So that's a possibility. Maybe he has something up his sleeve, but boy, he doesn't have a lot of options this time around.
2: Yeah. And you know, not, I, none of these moves are being done without some kind of plan, but they're a lot of tough pills to swallow. Let's, let's just rip the band off, Johnny. Let's talk about this Jalen Ramsey trade.
3: Ooh.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data
2: we've talked about on on previous podcasts that this is probably something that was going to happen. I think we've talked about, you know, the potential impact of not having Jalen Ramsey on the team. And we'll, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about today, but never did we imagine that the return for Jalen Ramsey, I think would be the 77th pick and Hunter long, uh, for those who don't know Hunter Long, I know him because I took him in a Dynasty fantasy draft one year over Amandre Stevenson, chose to just forget that this man existed and act like that dumbass decision by me never happened. Lo and behold, one career catch later in two years, he's on the fucking Rams, part of the Jalen Ramsey trade. Uh, the only player we got in return who is not even remotely close to being a guarantee to make the team. The third round pick is number 77, a quality third round pick. You know, it's a it's a quality third, but <laughs> listen, we could sit here and talk about there were obviously lots of reasons that this trade had to happen. Uh The rumors are that like, you know, it, both sides, I guess, mutually agreed that it was time to part ways. They're opening up the books for 2024 while only saves... 5.6 mil for 2023. It's going to open up 26.7 mil in 2024, which is a lot of cap space, uh, something we are not used to having. To get this return, you could talk about that stuff all day. This is still an objective failure and like borderline disaster that you are moving on from arguably the best quarterback in the league today probably the best cornerback of the last half decade in the NFL a guy who's still you know even if you're saying he might be a little past his prime still very good uh and I don't remember who pointed this out on Twitter but uh somebody mentioned the Rams traded a second and third round pick to get eight games of Von Miller and to unload Jalen Ramsey. All they got back was a third-round pick. It is just it, it, like whether or not trade like you we could argue whether or not trading Jalen Ramsey all day is the right decision. For this to be what they got is just like I, it is an incredibly tough pill to swallow uh and I, I you can I I understand the logistics behind why they had to trade him. I don't fucking care, dude. This is a
3: horrible, horrible return for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I personally I think that what what makes this look so bad because well it, it is bad, but what makes it look even worse is I think. For the Rams, they only saw dollar signs. They didn't necessarily see a return. Obviously, they probably tried to get the most out of the return for Jalen Ramsey, and just, you know, teams weren't really biting, you know, primarily because his contract is not the smallest. And on top of that, he is looking, uh, at least from what I've, you know, read he's looking for, you know, a brand new contract. You know, to that you're you're talking about a guy that I I wouldn't say he's past his prime per se, but he's certainly not in the middle of it anymore either. You you could kind of see the decline coming. So you're you're talking about a very expensive cornerback already and him wanting another contract on top of that there's you know that's going to scare a lot of teams away especially teams that are you know looking to you know get to the super bowl they you know a lot of those types of teams don't have a ton, ton of cap space to begin with so it, there was very few teams that you can really say okay we can do this and i think that's where the dolphins kind of had the edge there um so, while I'm not defending this by any means, I, I feel like the Rams were better off keeping the guy. I think, in the end, it's just they they probably didn't have much of a choice uh, because of cap issues, you know? And, yeah, third-round pick is kind of pitiful. I, I know a lot of people have been kind of clowning on Hunter Long recently. Uh, I know Steve has had his uh, issues with Hunter long in fantasy world. But um, honestly, if we can put aside our, you know, our feelings about the trade, I'm actually really excited about Hunter long as a backup. If you're expecting a, a starting caliber tight end, I think you're going to be disappointed, but as, as a complementary piece with uh, Tyler Higby, I think this could actually be very beneficial. And it kind of eliminates a little bit of a need that the Rams had because I think going into the off season, that was kind of one of the th- the positions the Rams were gonna need to address is you know, finding a complementary piece with Tyler Higby because clearly uh, the Rams weren't getting that with guys like uh, uh, Bryson Hopkins.
2: <laughs> yeah uh i mean sh- well it, 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 educate me on hunter long uh what do, what do you like about him what what excites you about this move because i feel like the rams clearly like something in him as well and how i'm guessing the negotiations went is the dolphins offered a third round pick and the rams were like well we need hunter long too and they were like what you, okay okay <laughs> Like, sure take this. take him whatever
3: <laughs> well i i feel like hunter long was kind of in a situation where he was frustrated because i i was reading reports also that uh you know there was some character uh questions and issues in in Miami uh because of discrepancies uh which makes sense because he was kind of buried behind joseki um so i can understand why like he would become frustrated but i think it boils down to him being uh you know a more of a potential receiver type of tight end uh this is definitely not a guy that will excel in blocking Uh, i suppose you could here and there but i think you would probably leave that more to tyler higby But um, that's kind of what the Rams needed in general anyway is more of a receiver type of tight end, um, which is what, you know, he actually did extremely well at Boston college. That's actually where I remember him is in in college. Um, I mean, obviously he hasn't had much success in the NFL yet, um, but that's what it boils down to is a lot of potential. And let's face it, if you're drafting a tight end, uh, in the twenty twenty three NFL draft, that's what you're going to be basically getting anyway. You're going to be looking for a guy with potential anyway. Where, unless you're you're getting a phenom, chances are they're not gonna do a lot of damage uh, the first season. It's very rare that a tight end, you know, coming into the NFL, does damage right away. But at least with Hunter Long, he has. Uh, some experience in the NFL now. So he kind of knows what to expect and maybe in the right, uh, you know, system, this is a guy that might thrive, especially in a system, you know, run by Sean McVay. I feel like this is why I'm a little bit excited about it because I think, um, I think that he has the tools necessary to succeed. He's a big target Uh, If I'm recall correctly, he's like 6'5 or 6'6 or something like that. Um, And if he, you know, if he keeps his confidence up in L.A., I think that Hunter Long is definitely going to be someone uh, to keep an eye on, you know, especially as we enter the the 2023 season.
2: So, like, you're not wrong that tight ends are late bloomers. And, you know, if you're drafting a guy – Yeah, the odds are he's not going to be a big contributor in year one. But, I mean, how often do tight ends who have potential and in their first two years show literally nothing? Like, not like small flashes, like literally nothing actually pan out and do anything. I mean, we're in a similar boat with Bryson Hopkins who showed nothing for two years and then out of nowhere in the super bowl makes a couple catches and we all got excited. And then uh <laughs> turned out still nothing like mm-hmm. I, if they're going to draft a tight end, this should not affect that decision. Like if that's on their list of needs acquiring Hunter long, I don't think should affect that in a meaningful way.
3: True. I mean, it, I guess it really depends on their, their plan for Hunter long and, in general, uh, is he just added depth? Was he just uh, was it like a favor for the Dolphins, like please take him? Um, I think it's just we'll like do this trade.
2: I think, like you're saying, it's a guy who they see potential in, but it's not like. But I I feel like they see potential, but don't. You know, I I can't imagine they're bringing him in like problem solved. You know what I mean? Like it's no. just like another another dart on the dartboard, which I I like. Listen, I. I would rather get the seventy seventh pick and Hunter Long than get the seventy seventh pick and nothing else. Um
3: Let, but let's make this clear though. I'm not suggesting that this guy is gonna dominate. No, I'm just no, saying no. that there's potential there. There is potential. Let let's make this abundantly clear. Um, because I don't wanna come back and people are like, So what happened with Hunter Long? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I will I don't know. I'm going
2: to refer to him as your boy Hunter Long from hey, this. You point. know what? I
3: I hope I I hope he actually develops because I will say he's my boy for sure.
2: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's like it's weird because they traded Jalen Ramsey, but like I, th- there's not much to say here. It's you know it seems like it was a joint. Just dis- like it seems like both sides were okay. Moving on. It seems like Jalen Ramsey. Did have some say in where he was going, but at the end of the day, if somebody was offering a first-round pick, the Rams are getting the first-round pick. So no I question. I would imagine if there was a better offer on the table for Ramsey, it probably wasn't much better. Um, and if that's the case at the end of the day, yeah, you know, do right by your guy, I guess. But it is just another case of the Rams getting pennies for – you know, guys that are good or were theoretically good for them. I mean, you could argue that one of the best returns they've gotten for a player who, you know, was a big-name acquisition was Sammy Watkins because they were able to let him walk and they got a, compens- a good compensatory pick. Uh, because even you look at Leonard Floyd um, – We're getting nothing because we cut him. We couldn't find a home for him in a trade, which is just crazy. And, you know, maybe there was, I'm sure there was just no market. I guess, I don't know, because I think part of it was probably, there's no market. And part of it was probably people know, like, yo, dude, you guys are going to cut him. Like, you do this shit all the time. You're not just shopping Leonard Floyd. You are begging people to take him. Uh, And I'm a little nervous that a similar thing could happen with Alan Robinson. And we end up having to attach stuff to get rid of him, which. That's fine with me if it's not attaching a lot. (laughs) But like, yeah, it's just I don't know, man, it's for all the great things that this regime has done. There's there are recurring patterns of failure and especially when it comes to like. Making good draft picks over the last four or five years, these things need to get solved for us to open the window back up again. Because a reason, a big reason we were able to burst that window open was because we had Aaron Donald and we had Cooper Cup and we were able to acquire Matthew Stafford. We were able to acquire these guys by gutting all our picks, but and because we were able to draft well, pretty well before all the big trades happened. And now we're at the point where we need to build the foundation back up a little bit. And this is going to be a big draft for us. And they can't have another 2020 draft or 2021 draft. They need to, they need to nail this.
3: So no more tutu at wells is what you're telling me.
2: No, man, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Not just another, like, Position that could have been filled,
3: uh, but and when Creed Humphrey was and Nick Bolton was still available,
2: yeah, and we still need a receiver.
3: <sighs>
2: you see, Creed Humphrey was on SNL. Could have been on. Could have been on our team. He's on SNL.
3: Uh, my, uh, you know, the crazy thing is, I think, I think it's actually if you were to redraft. Or at least go back. Um, I think there could have been a possibility that both Creed Humphrey and Nick Bolton can be on the Rams. Um, if I'm not mistaken,
2: that's a good, I I don't think that's true. Um, they I think they both got picked right like right after two two out well, but they were both on the board. Um, yeah, yeah, uh two went 57, Nick Bolton went 58, and Creed Humphrey went
3: 63.
2: You guys can uh, cross Creed Humphrey off your weekly Butting Heads topic bingo cards. <laughs> Drink every time we bring up uh, the Creed Humphrey and Tutu Atwell picks. Here we are. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, we've talked about that we we talked about on the last couple of pods that the Leonard Floyd thing was probably gonna happen. It did happen. We 19 million dollars in dead cap this year. we saved three million dollars. This is a long term move. I still think it's a kind of a silly one just because you're getting just apps you're just getting absolutely nothing out of that this year. You're not getting a comp pick because you cut him. Uh, You didn't let him stay long enough and walk. And so, yeah, I mean, this one is just it's it's not nearly the worst extension they have signed somebody to. Probably not even close, but it's another contract on the long list of Rams contracts that have just not worked out for them. Just another one of these. And, you know, it is what it is. Again, we can applaud less Need and company for when things don't work out and when they need to make tough decisions, they do it. They don't – there's no sunk cost when it comes to these the guys running this team. But, like, it's not even like Leonard Floyd wasn't working out. You know, the odds of us having a better DN than Leonard Floyd in 2023, words I hope I have to eat later on this year, if I'm wrong, Very low. Like very low that we have a better edge rusher than of Floyd
3: next year. Yeah, it, it's it's disappointing, but yeah, it, you're right. It is it, it it was a move for the uh, for the future, you know, and, and it it makes me wonder like what it is the Ram, or or maybe who it is the Rams are targeting in 2024 because they're going to have a lot of space, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I believe they should have a lot lot of cap space considering, you know, they don't sign any more extensions, not that there's anyone really to extend. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's going to be an interesting 2024 offseason. But for now, it looks like it's going to be... Uh, well, we're we're gonna be just floating in, in mediocrity in twenty twenty three if if uh this goes where we think it's going.
2: Yeah, we they um they will have a lot of cap space in, in twenty four as of now. And if you you look at the the free agents that are coming up in twenty four, Tyler Higby, Cam Akers, Van Jefferson, Bryson Hopkins, um Laryl Murchison Christian Rosebu, Michael Hoyt, Jonah Williams, Sean Jolly, Jordan Fuller, Tremaine Ankrum, Alaric Jackson, Ronnie Rivers, Zachary Thomas, Ernest Brown. If you're keeping any of these guys, they probably will not be on big contracts. So they have thrown out some wild extensions over the years. So who knows? Um, Tremaine Ankrum breakout could create some things. A Jordan Jordan Fuller could. It, Let's be honest. They're not keeping Jordan Fuller. They never keep safeties. Uh, what, what are we doing? <laughs> so, like, you're going to have a lot of space and a lot of good uh, – well like, I'm saying a lot of, like, good core players locked up, but, like, who's fucking left? Like, besides the big three, uh, you know, I, I guess we'll have some guys.
3: Like, man, it's it, it, they You'll have Havenstein, I believe.
2: Yeah, you'll have Havenstein um, – stuff like Ernest Jones, obviously everyone we drafted last year um you'll you'll have some pieces. You know, it's not nobody. But uh what you also have to factor in is yeah, they will have cap space and they will have draft picks. And those are two things together that I feel like we have not had under this regime and it'll be really interesting to see what they do with a full draft and a um in cap space. Though it is definitely, definitely not an assurance that they get to the 2024 draft with all those picks. Because, guys, the boys love wheeling and dealing in that front office.
3: Yeah, uh, I, I believe we should have, like, some sort of, like, ongoing bet of some sort. Like, when we lose our 2024 first-round pick.
2: <laughs> I, I think they keep it. Unless... Things go shockingly really well next year. I th- <laughs> I think that pick will probably be good, right? You know, where we're sitting right well, now. If, if well,
0: they... It the was almost gone.
2: I know. Yeah, I know it was. It would be just... Imagine if the, like the Panthers, man. They had two first-round picks on the table for Brian Burns imagine where they'd be sitting today.
3: Where would the Rams be sitting? They, we're already pinching pennies as it is. And, and You add Brian Burns to this. Oh man. I. It, it, maybe it was a blessing that, that that trade didn't, not maybe, it is a blessing that that trade didn't happen. I'd yeah. love to have Brian Burns on the team, but geez, man, I, I couldn't even imagine.
2: I mean, yeah, same thing if they acquired Christian McCaffrey. Uh for their second, third, and fifth round picks, like both those guys are great players. I can't imagine if we had no picks right now what they'd be doing with like Christian McGgavey or on the flip side like do they just get rid of all these guys if if Brian burns is in the building because at that point you're gonna be trying to build a defense uh, it's it's crazy it's the sliding doors on some of these deals are are nuts. Um, you know, like what if the Rams won the Super Bowl in 2018? You know, do they blow it up earlier? Do they ever trade Jared Goff? It's it's crazy. Um, one thing that we speculated a lot is, you know, when will Sean McVay's tenure end with the team? Uh, in less needs pre-free agency press conference, he basically said that he thinks. It will not be a yearly thing that Sean McVay is going to be mulling decisions that he'll be for a long time. He said, "I don't think you're going to see Sean each year determine whether he wants to coach." Spent some time this year and figured it out. I I I tend to believe that this is that he's not gaslighting us. Like I do think, if these are the moves they're making, I can't imagine McVay after this season is going to be like, eh, no. Let, let's let's not try it again when we actually have cap space and draft picks. Uh, if they fall apart after 2024, if they whip on every draft pick and blow every piece of cap space they have on bad players, yeah, you know, he probably would get up and leave, but I, I think he'll be here for a little bit. I mean, not forever, but I could see another three, four years for sure, at least.
3: it's kind of interesting because this was such a somber topic that we picked up with uh, Derek last week. And uh, it's interesting because how one quote can kind of derail that a little bit, because, you know, that was kind of one of the things that was bugging me personally was that you know, what do we even have if Sean McVay ends up leaving after this season? You know, we just have a team in shambles and then, you know, our our go to coach is is gone. Um but the fact that Les Need is saying, Well, we think he's gonna stay, you know, that that's a little bit more reassuring. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean Sean McVay could be like, well, you know, I thought about it. I was going to go that route, but nah, peace. You know, Amazon's calling my name.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and Lesney could have said, you know, some bullshit like, we're just focused on 2023, which he didn't. So, you know, that, that, that makes me think that it, it it's more real. Um, I did want to throw this out because I don't want to be giving false information on the pod. Uh, Jordan Rodrigue on Twitter said that, by her numbers, uh, and nothing's official yet. That even after the Bobby Wagner release, they're still potentially three million over the cap. So uh, my snip snap, my snip snap, here they might just still be over after all. And either the restructure or the Allen Robinson trade is is going to be what gets them under more than likely. It is man. What a fucking. I mean, we knew this day was coming at some point. It had to come.
3: Yep. And it did. Yes, and it did. It, it, it came it hard. Beating this over the head.
2: <laughs> Let's rapid fire through some of the stories um, from the, the week. We, we have talked about recently how we would love a Robert Woods reunion and an Odell Beckham reunion. Robert Woods off the table, signed with the Texans, two year deal. But the Rams did attend Odell Beckham's public workout. A glimmer
1: of hope, perhaps.
3: <laughs> after just learning about how we only have three million if we're lucky, um good luck.
2: It would be such a Sean McVay move to use their cap space like let's say they get it up to like nine million to just use all of it on Odell Beckham after all the moves they have made this offseason. Would be. <laughs> would it be smart? No, but would I be fucking curious to see how it played out? You're goddamn right, I would.
3: <laughs> oh boy! But yeah. I w-
2: like. I will also say, if there's no market for Odell and he's cheap, it's a good use of funds because the way this team is currently set up, if they are good in 2023. I would be fucking floored if it was because we had a shut down defense. Like, that would be unbelievable. Uh, It would be because Matthew Stafford's back, the line figures it out, and they're running a good offense.
3: Yeah, I I gotta say, um, that's gonna be... I I, I would be really shocked if this team is good in 2023. Uh, But... Yeah, um, he was hoping.
2: Yeah, but it's also like you don't have to be that good to be in the playoff mix. And so I, I don't think it's impossible. I think they can make the playoffs. I Do I think they will? No. But um, that that seventh seed is typically not that hard to get. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it made me think of how – we just gave the seven seed to Seattle last year on the last week of the season. And speaking of players that played in that game, the Buccaneers are interested in bringing in Baker Mayfield potentially as their starting quarterback. They have uh, Kyle Trask, right? Is is their backup? Yes. Um, okay. I for some reason I also had Kyle Slota in my head, but I think he's a guy in the XFL. They have Kyle Trask, second-round pick, I believe, from either last year or two years ago that they like, but Baker's alluring. If they bring him in, it would be to compete for a starting job. If they bring him in to compete for a starting job, it's probably going to be for pretty good money. Uh, Jameis Winston just signed for 8 mil with the Saints. Jimmy Garoppolo signed with 24-year for the Raiders. I would imagine Baker, if those are the other numbers, Probably getting eight figures if a team signs him as a starter, a one one year like fourteen to fifteen million dollar deal. I don't think is off the table for this guy. That would They're be amazing because that would get us a pretty good compensatory pick, and we could use it.
3: Yeah, yeah, we could use all the help we can get at this point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I I just can't get over the fact that Jimmy G. Gets another starting gig, and with the with, with the Raiders, nonetheless.
2: Yeah, I guess that was farther down my list. But yeah, Jimmy G. Uh, it was a three year deal. There's an easy out after two years. Essentially, twenty four million a year for those first two years. Going to the Raiders. So, you know, just to congrats to the Raiders on getting rid of Derek Carr, eating a bunch of salary, and not upgrading. <laughs> Just, uh, I think, at best, a lateral move. I
3: I would rather have Derek Carr. I
2: would definitely rather have Derek Carr. A higher have, floor or a higher ceiling and arguably a higher floor when he's on the field.
3: No doubt. No doubt. And really, I the only thing I would kind of credit Jimmy G over Derek Carr is maybe composure a little bit because i will say with Derek carr once he gets flustered he's pretty much out of the game and useless but with jimmy g like whenever you know he screws up a little bit sometimes he's able to turn it up and and you know just enough to get the victory (laughs) that that's that's your your ceiling right there.
2: Yeah, man. Like, I guess there's not like I said, there's not a lot of options out there. But like Lamar Jackson's out there. Like, there's obviously a like a, a lot of things that could go wrong there because he's he's a, you know he's a restricted free agent. He could ultimately match, and you could just be left without a quarterback. But oh, man, it just what an uninspiring move i I'm a Raiders fan I'm fucking miserable about that he's he's just not i I don't think he's the guy. I never think he'll be the guy i I think we've seen enough of him and we saw what they did this year with Brock Purdy to just like <laughs> I think to just know that like it's not him that's driving that team's success by any means no nope, I mean not at Brock all. Purdy went undefeated and not that he was playing bad. But it's not like he looks like a a guy who is going to be a long term investment for that team. You know, he didn't he didn't do enough. Just like, what the fuck, man.
3: <laughs> all, all I all I have to say is, uh, I it, it felt a little bit better seeing uh, all the turmoil that the Rams have been going through lately. Because, uh, yeah, a lot of my Raider buddies. Have been just dogging me on on uh, all these terrible moves, and then this happens, and I'm like, sweet karma, just <laughs> sweet freaking karma.
2: I I will say that um, in terms of Baker, if he doesn't go to the Bucks, I don't really know what else is out there for him as a starter. That being said, if uh that being said, I do think this if the Bucks is gonna happen. It 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 makes probably the most sense for them unless they're gonna go chase Lamar Jackson, which in that case, like it's good for them. But um I don't think there's a lot of teams where it would just make sense to bring in as starting quarterback. But if Jameis Winston's getting eight mil as a backup, also seems unlikely that he'll be back on the Rams.
3: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. <laughs> Just it, it would be nice to to get him back as a backup. But if if we can't even afford to sign our kicker, there's no way we can get I was a high end uh, backup quarterback.
2: We could bring back the entire special teams unit for what Baker Mayfield would cost. That's our backup quarterback, and that is the truth. <laughs> I wonder what's going on with Lamar too. Like. I think ultimately he just ends up back in Baltimore. But I think there are teams that are not looking to add a veteran quarterback that would add Lamar Jackson if he was available, like if they could get him. Like, I I guess Washington said they weren't going to explore it, which is, like, absolutely fucking batshit insane of them.
3: Well, I think teams are, are nervous about, you know, pursuing a quarterback that's essentially asking for a fully guaranteed contract. That's constantly hurt, and and they would have to surrender two first round picks. So, well, hypothetically, if if you were these
2: teams, are you thinking about it? And let's say, like for the sake of the argument, Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. Would you think about it if you're the Packers?
3: I. I think it it would be worth exploring only if you could kind of negotiate with Lamar Jackson. If he wants this batshit and crazy contract, I just wouldn't feel comfortable with it because, you know, the whole Deshaun Watson debacle where he gets this fully guaranteed contract and now clearly the the Cleveland Browns are probably going to have buyer's remorse for that. Do you really want that on top of losing two first-round picks? That's why I can't... I, I can understand why you'd want them, but the consequence is so freaking great, and if it doesn't work out, you're really screwed for a long time, depending on what contract you sign them to.
2: Yes, but I don't know. I think, like... Yeah, he's not gonna get a fully guaranteed contract. The Browns broke the fucking NFL for Deshaun Watson of all people. Yep. It's you it is unlikely that a quarterback as good as Lamar Jackson will maybe ever hit the free agent market. I mean, I guess you're giving up to first. Like it's not a true thing, but like these guys don't become available. And I mean, that's why Cleveland bought Deshaun Watson because, for as shitty of a human being I think he is off the field, quarterbacks as talented as those Deshaun Watson on the field do not become available that often, especially when they're young. There's obviously a lot of injury concerns with Lamar Jackson, but like, think about how much we had to give up for Matthew Stafford at 33. No, That's true. Sean, That's a good point. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's in his early mid twenties. You know, if his body doesn't break down, like I know he dealt with some injuries this year, but it doesn't, you know, it's it's really one year. It's not like he's you know, I, I know he's dealt with injuries, but he's played a lot and he's I I personally think he's really fucking good. I would say probably one of the five best quarterbacks you could have currently if we're talking long
3: term. Um, but the I'm, thing too, the thing too, is he's not like a pocket passer or anything. This is a guy that's essentially a running back that with a good ass arm. So there's always gonna be that risk that he's going to be injured because he, he has more of a risk because of being a dual direct quarterback. So that's another thing you have to kind of weigh in on, um, you're going to be holding your breath every time this guy tucks the ball in and runs.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, you're not wrong there too. It is complicated, but I think just, I think the upside is, is so high with him that that you can't, you can't give the guy a fully guaranteed contract, but I would, I would be comfortable giving him a pretty hefty couple of years. And, you know, it's, by the, by the time the contract would end up, you know, if he gets a five-year deal, he's 30? Yeah, 30. He just turned 26. So, I don't know. I I think, like, the injuries are there because he's a running quarterback. But I also, you know, there, there's concerns about, like, losing his athleticism, things like that. I I wouldn't envision that happening. He's, he's one of one as a quarterback. He's the best Russian quarterback to ever play.
3: Yeah, you could certainly make that argument for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm curious to see where that goes. Love me some Lamar Jackson. Um, Okay. So we did touch on the list of Rams free agents, and I'm just going to repeat it, and then I want to know if you think we'll actually re-sign any of these guys this year. Matt Skira, Coleman Shelton, Troy Hill, David Long, Grant Haley, A. Shaw Robinson, Greg Gaines, Ode Ibushi, David Edwards, Matt Gay, Matthew Orzik, Ty Nesky, Riley Dixon, Baker Mayfield, Malcolm Brown, Taylor Rapp, Nick Scott, Brandon Powell. Um, I think they caught J.J. Koski outright. So I don't know why he's on this list that I found. Uh,
3: yes, I, I do think that they're going to bring some of those guys back. Uh, a lot of these more affordable guys. So um, definitely not like the Matt Gays or the Greg Gaines kind of uh, players, but, you know, maybe the Odi Ibushis, the the Tyneski, um, you know, th- those types of players uh, where they're definitely valuable as uh, backups um, and contributors. I-, I do think that these guys are coming back um, but again, just the more affordable options there. Um, maybe you might get lucky and, and they bring back, uh, you know, maybe, uh, Riley Dixon or someone like that, uh, who I... probably won't cost too much, but clearly we're going to need a punter. So
2: yeah, I think he'll be back.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I... I don't think your boy's coming back though. though. We'll... Which one, Matt Gay or
2: Brandon Powell? Powell. I don't, yeah, man. It's just like we know historically they don't value these positions that we're talking about. Nope. Like, I don't think they'll pay for Matt Gay, which I think is dumb as hell. Um, I think he's worth every penny. We saw what happened when we didn't have a kicker. <laughs> I I do like I could see Brandon Powell being back because I don't know what the market for him looks like. You know, as much as we adore the guy, it's not the savior, like what you say. The savior. Yeah, he's our boy. Like, if you look at his numbers, he's. It's not like we're talking about Devin Hester here. Like, I think if if he's available for like two mil, the Rams should resign him. That's a a good use of your money. Um, and because they use him on offense a little bit, you know, if he's looking at like four or five mil, like, no, he's he's not here. But I think it depends on the market for him. I could see like Troy Hill back on a really cheap deal. I don't think there's going to be a market for him.
3: I I I'm, at this point, I, I was kind of hoping to move on from Troy Hill, but but like we don't have any quarterbacks exactly that's why i like please come
0: back <laughs> yeah i'm not
2: like i he's not like if, if you can get it back for like three mil like why um depending on where else you're spending your money like that's probably a good use of it he's a vet um he's experienced he's just a guy you who who will bring intangibles at least to the table that are going to be useful for what's most likely going to be a very young cornerback room. Maybe there's a better vet you can get on a better contract. Um, better as in, like, if they're a better player and you can get them for a bargain for what they're worth. But we'll this see. This be an
3: extremely young defense.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, but, yeah, like, even the young guys on this list, like, they can't afford Greg Gaines. They probably can't afford Nick Scott. Uh, I don't think they want to afford Taylor Rapp. And... I
3: don't want
2: total for Taylor. No. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's gotta be done. David Long's gotta be done. Um, Sean Robinson. It would make no sense for either side. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be a weird defense because like all these players on this list, like that, we're talking about defensively, you know, they're not guys that we're in love with, but I mean, this is what five starters Counting Leonard Floyd and Jalen Ramsey, that's seven starters. Bobby Wagner, that's eight starters that are just yeah. not here. And there's, like, no edge rushers we're really going to be excited about on the roster. There are cornerbacks that have potential, but, like, nobody we're over the moon about. I would say the same about safety, although you could hope for a bounce back here from Jordan Fuller. it's 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 going to be a trial by fire. For a lot of these guys, and for the edge rushers, I don't even know who the fuck is going to play. There's, there's nobody here. (laughs) Like, there's nobody in the building. Like, at least with cornerback, we can sit here and say, like, yeah, Kobe Durant, like, flash some stuff. Um, Why am I having a brain fart? Who's the other young cornerback? We took him like what the sixth round?
3: Darian Kendrick.
2: Darian Kendrick. Yeah, you can look at those guys. You can at least. Get excited about their potential. You know, if you are sitting here saying "next man up," General Ramsey, see ya. Darian Kendrick and Dakari Durant work good. You're a fucking moron and the biggest homer on the planet, and I applaud you. But you can get you can get excited about those guys. You know, the the secondary will most likely take a step back, which is not good because it wasn't good last year. Uh, but there is nothing in terms of outside linebacker. There, like literally nothing.
3: The the funny thing about this whole thing is, <laughs> I you're you're absolutely right. Like there's so much questions, and it, it's not like at one position. It's pretty much the entire roster. Like uh, uh, other than like a few positions. Like obviously we know who our starting quarterback is going to be. We don't know who's going to be behind them, but we know who the starting quarterback is going to be. Um, uh, running back more or less we know uh, we have an idea um but even there but I, like
2: they could draft someone i think there there yeah. are like literally i think i'm going to count them out loud like players who we know what they are and where they're going to be next year That's matthew stafford cooper cup tyler higby um aaron donald ernest jones that, so that's what five um Rob Havenstein Brian Allen I guess um and I guess I would loop I will throw Van Jefferson in here and like barely but given what is going on I can't imagine he's not a starting wide receiver that we rely on next year Oh, That's eight man. players. Like, I wouldn't want to throw Joseph Nopo in there because I don't think it's a guarantee that he starts a tackle. I wouldn't want to throw Cam Akers in there because I, while he's probably gonna be a contributor, if a better option comes up, I think they're gonna get it. Um, like and then defensively, like we just talked about this, even like Jordan Fuller, he's gonna start. We don't know what's there. He he lost his job to Taylor Rapp last year. Like, it is just – there's so many question marks, and it's – I think it's it's mostly next year, you know. I'm sure we'll talk about this for months, but, like, it feels like it might just be for a lot of these guys just, like, a year-long tryout to see if they could be a part of the new world coming in 2024. And to me, like, I, I wonder how – like, I just want to know how Aaron Donald feels about all this. Like, it, it, it's just – he can't be getting amped up for
3: this season he's feeling like he he can take a extra long vacation.
2: Yeah. Like, and at least for like Matthew Stafford, you know, the line, I'd say it can't get worse than what he played behind, but I don't want to put that out into the world. And he still got Cooper cup, you know, like, and he's, he's still got things to prove. I would say, even though he won the super bowl, like people are kind of already counting him out again, you know, he, he probably has a little chip on his shoulder after last year. Aaron Donald has absolutely nothing to prove. The guys around well, him are awful. He's going to be getting double the triple teamed every single play. Um, Not that he wasn't already, but, like, there's no reason. You know, we'll see who they bring in, but unless they sign Von Miller, Khalil Mack, they're, <laughs> there's not going to be these guys next to him, at least in week one. It's just like, yeah, man. It's he can't be getting excited and uh, like. I hope it just doesn't like make him retire. That this is what he's walking into. I know he's going to play this year, but like, if it's not a fun year, maybe he's going to lose the the drive to you know come back at thirty four or however old he's going to be.
3: Where's what tequila?
2: You know, it's it's kind of was a sky is falling podcast, but like again, all this happened because we went all in for a Super Bowl and won. So like we just got everyone's got to remember that in the back of their minds, everything was worth it. It's just this this is not fun, but no, at the end of the day, everything we did, not every single move, obviously, as we mentioned our our pals in the twenty twenty one second round of the NFL draft. But the plan worked, and so I will kind of give them the benefit of the doubt to start a new plan here, and we'll see what happens. But, you know, the, I thought we had a little more time before the day would come.
3: Yeah, same. But, uh, hey, it was uh, fun while it lasted, I guess.
2: Yeah, it was. And, hey, if there are no expectations this year – it could be fun, I guess. Um
3: I'm out Call Austin Davis, man.
2: <laughs> I'm out I'm not here next week, but if any Rams moves happen this week, we'll try and get another pot out. Nothing as yet, yeah, nothing happened while we we're on this pod, right? Not to make this. Uh, unless
3: you longer. want to consider Mike Hawked getting tendered. I did see uh, that, but Yeah, I mean there you go. There's your there's your edge rusher. He's our best edge rusher. <laughs> yeah, he kinda is right now. Oh god.
2: All right. Well, y'all know where to find us. Steve bear on Twitter. Johnny five nine six talk Rams. And we'll be back soon. We
1: will. Can't wait to see what they do next.